won't you come on over? Stop making a fool out of me. Why don't you come on over by me? By talking it up with Romo and I am your host Valerie Romo. I am so so excited to finally delve into the podcast world. I feel like I can talk for ages really to a wall if I had to so I'm hoping this will go great. All right let's begin. Our topic for our very first episode will be on the movie Cuties. Cuties is currently streaming on Netflix so you've not watched it yet I highly recommend. The movie follows along an 11-year-old Amy who starts to rebel against her conservative Muslim family traditions when she becomes fascinated with social media and a free-spirited dance crew. Her infatuation with the classmate leads the whole dance crew to perform suggestive moves in revealing outfits. The film wrestles with challenging themes, including the ways in which internet images affect girls' notions about their bodies and sexuality from a very young age. I grew up differently than most girls because of my Spanish culture. I was not allowed to go to sleepovers until I was 10 and often wasn't allowed to attend any birthday parties or even really hang out with my friends. My parents are both from Ecuador and grew up with little to nothing. They came to America wanting a better life for themselves. I really think that is why my parents were so hard with my siblings and I academically because we had opportunities they wish they had. My parents got divorced when I was 10, and I think after that was the turning point in my childhood. My dad wasn't really in the picture, and I no longer had that strong father figure in my life to really crack down on me. I was watching shows that really weren't for my age because my siblings were watching it, and they were, you know, like about six years older than me. I grew up so fast in such a short amount of time due to my surroundings. Next, it was, you know, I got a phone at 11 years old because I was starting middle school. Meanwhile, my siblings were 16 at the time when they got theirs. Everything with social media was vastly coming together. Apps like Instagram and Snapchat were coming out. Unfortunately, my mom was so busy with work, being a nurse full time, to have time to moderate the apps I was going on and joining. I remember the first time I got in trouble in school was 7th grade for Snapchatting a boy. Let's call this boy Jack. Jack and I Snapchatted and texted almost every day and throughout all hours of the night. So one night, his parents had taken his phone because it kept ringing while he was doing his homework. And obviously, that was me annoying him. And so they see my name pop up and got so mad because they found out I was behind the distraction for his failing grades. Yes, it's pretty bad. So naturally, they go to our teacher and have a meeting with my parents over the situation. I got my phone taken away after that for a month because my parents didn't even know I had Snapchat or honestly any app, so they were furious. And on top of that, there later was an incident throughout later in the year where a girl in my grade had sent a naked picture to a boy 
who later had screenshotted that picture over Snapchat and texted it to half his guy friends. Yeah, typical guys, honestly. It honestly was some crazy stuff at the time. Um, we definitely should not have been allowed to have the use of Snapchat and Instagram at our ages. It clearly became a huge problem. Anyways, after that, everything sort of got a little bit crazier in high school. I was sneaking out and going to parties, drinking here or there whenever I went out, obviously doing things I really was not supposed to be doing. But when you think about it, like, that's what typical high schoolers do anyways. Like, they go to parties, they drink earlier than they really should drink at all. But I thankfully was being safe, and my mother knew that. The funny thing was my mom was never really the strict one, and I always thought she was. You know, I remember her telling me, like, you know, I'll pick you up. You don't have to Uber. Like, I'd really rather you not Uber, you know, even if, like, you're a little bit drunk. Like, I'll pick you up. I just want you to be safe. And, you know, I always told her where I was going. My Her thing was that if you wanted, to, if I wanted to go out, I'd have to give her the address of the place I was at and, you know, some of the phone numbers of my friends that I was with. And, you know, I always gave it to her because it's like that's that rule is better than not going out at all and seeing my friends. And, like, obviously, like, she grounded me when I deserved it. But ultimately, my dad was, when my dad was in the picture when I was younger, it was always him who was the stricter one. Like, my mom and I have this running on joke where one night I literally snuck out of my two-story bedroom window when I was a junior. And, you know, I never really needed to do that. My mom, like I said, my mom let me go wherever I wanted as long as she knew exactly where I was. And me and her are so close that I would always tell her exactly where I was going, even if it was a party, she really didn't care. She wanted me to have fun too. Like, she wanted me to have these great experiences that she never herself could have because she lived in Ecuador and the culture there is so different for going to high school there than it is here. Therefore, she found it hilarious that, honestly, I had the audacity to climb out of my window for no reason. <laughs> she says I only did it for the thrill and, like, for adrenaline, which, you, you know, if you do know me, you know is true. And it literally describes the type of person I am. Anyways, why am I telling you all of this? Why is the way I grew up relevant to our topic? Well, because we are finally going to dive into the movie Cuties and how growing up with certain things in a certain way can affect your actions and the type of person you later become. Now, I caught myself struggling to finish the film on several occasions. Seeing these 11-year-old girls leave half-naked to school and twerk while they did their dance moves and their dance crew made it extremely hard to not turn off the TV. I certainly was not quite the angel growing up, as I clearly explained, but never did I ever dance the way they did or dress that way. I think those particular scenes were what really struck a chord the most. These little girls looked like literally Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion and their music video for WAP. And if you've never seen or heard the song before, I suggest you do so so you know exactly what I'm referencing here. Give these little girls pasties and they can be extras for the video. 
graphic, I know. This is a very blunt podcast, as I have already mentioned. However, in more ways than one, I was able to relate to the protagonist, Amy. Her dad was never in the picture. In fact, he was off finding a second wife in another country, and she did not fully trust her mother or think she could rely on her. Her mom was often busy as well, just like mine. Amy's life was chaotic because all these changes were thrown at her unexpectedly and so quickly. She acted out by stealing her uncle's phone and watching videos that were not for her age. She started cutting her shirts into crop tops and wearing them to school without her mother finding out. All these actions were cries for help. She wanted attention from her family because she hadn't been getting it from anyone. At the end, she was spiraling. The good thing that came out of her situation was the love of her mother. Her mother realized towards the end that she needed to be there for her daughter because her husband wasn't. Amy finally understood that her mom always had unconditional love for her, and all she needed to do was confide in her. This was truly a beautiful way to end the film. However, despite the film's overall message, it continued to prompt outrage and criticism from the internet, leading the hashtag cancel Netflix to trend on Twitter in September. Lawmakers, including Texas Senator Ted Cruz and Hawaiian Representative Tulsi Gabbard, also weighed in, arguing that the movie sexualized young girls and potentially attracted pedophiles. The director of the movie, Maimona Decor, told Deadline last month that she received multiple death threats surrounding the incident and that Netflix co-CEO Ted Sarandos had called her directly to apologize for this. Decor, the director, suggested that many of the critics, it appeared, had not seen the film in its entirety. She told Slate in an interview, I, of course, had hoped that it would have prompted a debate on the hypersecularization of pre-adolescence, but never in my dreams had I imagined that my point of view would become so misinterpreted. You know what? Like, everyone is always going to have their own opinions because that's just how life it is. It truly sucks. It really does sometimes, but I think it's important to hear other people's views and takes on this film. On that note, our first guest on this episode will be Abby Kalman. Abby Kalman is one of my best friend's little sister who is currently a junior in high school. I've known her for several years now, and she's very near and dear to my heart. I really do think of her as my own little sibling, and I'm so happy she will be joining us. So with that being said, Abby, can you introduce yourself? Give a little background on your life and everything. Hi. Yeah, so I'm Abby. I'm 17. Um, I'm a junior at Staples High School in Westport, Connecticut. Um, Westport is a very, like, uh, higher middle class, like, wealthy town. And I think growing up here has been a very different experience than, like, many other places and where other people grow up. Um sometimes in class we refer to it as a bubble because we're so it's kind of a privileged place here so we're not like really used to like other things that people usually see on a day-to-day basis and we have like a lot of like we're very fortunate um so I would say when I was like young I didn't really know much else other than here unless I would travel and it honestly was like kind of confusing to go to different places and see many different like things and struggles people went through Um, I would say I grew up in a very 
um, secure household. It was me and my sister and my mom and my dad. Um, we were pretty, like, there was a very good family dynamic. I had after-school activities. I still do. Um, yeah, and then I have two dogs. So that's pretty much, I've grown up in a very um, good lifestyle, especially in my childhood. And then when I got older is when things, like, started to just change for me and I opened my eyes a little bit more to certain things. So, yeah. No, yeah, I can definitely agree. I mean, like, I'm a, I obviously grew up in Westport first mm-hmm. of my time as well like you did so I experienced all that like coming to college is so different just because like you're right like we were in a bubble in Westport and now like being here like Tucson isn't necessarily like the best area in Arizona so like just seeing the people like on the streets and like homeless people it's like an eye-opener and just like people here also like the culture here is so different like they dress differently like yeah. they do different things so it is really eye-opening and really different coming from Connecticut and coming mm-hmm. from Tucson or anywhere. I'm sure that you're going to experience that when you, wherever, whatever college you decide to go to. But, okay. Okay. Just to dive into that first question. So obviously, like, I wanted to get your perspective on things just for the movie, um, just because you're younger than me and, like, mm-hmm. um, everything just like with your experience like growing up in this generation so I heard there was a bit of drama with your mom not letting (laughs) you maybe watch the movie so can you just touch upon that a bit like what happened um yeah so I just mentioned to her that I was helping you with an assignment I thought it was just like very funny and I just like was updating her about like things that I was doing that day um and she was like oh well and I remember, like, prior to you even asking me to do this, she mentioned something to me in the car about this documentary named Cutie, or, like, movie named Cuties, and she mentioned that the media was, like, um, covering it in a very, like, bad way, and apparently it was, like, considered very provocative, especially for very young girls, and they, the media thought it was sending a bad message, and I was like, oh, I haven't heard of that movie, but that sounds, like, interesting, and it kind of made me wanted to see it, so this was, like, a good opportunity, (laughs) but basically, um, once I saw it, or once I told her I was gonna see it, she was like, oh, when Val interviews you, do you have to watch it, and I was like, yeah, I think I do, and she was like, well, I don't want you watching it, I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh, why, like, I mean, I don't think it's, like, anything I haven't seen before, and she was kind of just, like, it's very, like, provocative, and, like, very sexual, and, like, all this stuff, and I was like, well, after what you've told me, and what I've heard from it, I honestly feel like it wouldn't be corrupting, it would almost more so teach me, like, a lesson, Mm -hmm. and she just was like, well, is your sister doing it, (laughs) has your sister seen it, and I was like, um, I don't know, like, I'll have to ask, and Lily didn't see it, but my mom was just like, well, if Lily's seen it, then maybe she should interview her, (laughs) and I was like, I didn't want you to have any problems, and I'm glad that you were able to help me with everything. Do you understand, like, do you think she obviously was trying to protect you from something from this movie, or do you think she was, like, overreacting a little bit? Um, I think she was overreacting a little bit simply because she had never, she was only going by what she heard from, like, shows that she's seen like of course I think her intentions were good but like now me seeing the show like or the movie like it didn't it wasn't as like scary as like she made it to seem you know yeah so it was probably just like based off of things she's heard Mm -hmm. and I think like 
obviously you can agree just like when parents are like don't do this don't do that it like <laughs> makes us like want more. so like do you remember when like for example do you remember when like 13 reasons why came out and like our school yeah because me and abby went to the same high school so our school had this rule where it was like or they sent out this huge email to all the parents yeah. in my high school being like don't let your kids watch 13 reasons why like it touches a bit like upon like depression and suicide and they shouldn't be watching mm -hmm. this and then there's like also the other view where it's like yes like they portrayed like what was her name hannah hannah baker yeah, yeah hannah baker as like she was going through depression and anxiety and all this stuff and like she did end up like committing suicide but it's like sometimes like we have to see these things to like realize like have a conversation how, yeah like have a conversation about mental health so i think like like this like we need to have a conversation about this movie because it's like yes mm -hmm. it's controversial and like it like these girls obviously like are like being sexualized in, in like a certain life but at the same time it's because like they have all these like resources to like technology and social media and like what they see online makes them think like oh i should be acting this way older than i am so it is just kind of crazy but yeah, yeah. I mean, just like i love getting your perspective on things but do you like resent your parents for being overprotective sometimes? Um, well, okay. I definitely don't think my parents are like very strict, but they do have certain rules like, um, and certain things that I definitely, especially living in Westport, as you know, certain parents here are very easygoing to a point where it's kind of like ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And so like my parents do have a lot of rules set in place that are maybe different than other like households um and they've been kind of like implemented in my life ever since I was young my mom always like gave me like a set of like what I need to like abide by and stuff so I don't fully resent them but there's certain times where I feel like I feel like I mean I just turned 17 like I feel like there are certain things that I am able to handle now that aren't like fully recognized and mm -hmm. like I do have more responsibility so it's like a little frustrating at times but I definitely think like it's kind of it sets me on a good path and it guides me so I'm not too mad at it yeah no I get that I mean I my mom was like kind of like not that typical Westport mom but she like kind of didn't really care like where I went as long as like she did I freeze okay as long as she knew where I was going and everything and like yeah. I realized that with like your parents like I love them so much but it's like when I went to high school with Lily like she had to go through like obviously the things you have to go through now because like they just love you and they're trying to be protective and you know mm -hmm. what I mean but it is like certainly hard sometimes like when my parents were still together like my dad was a stricter one so like I had to deal with you what you had to deal with your parents like he didn't let me go out I didn't even have my first sleepover until I was like 11 years old like oh my God. yeah no so it like was crazy mm -hmm. but no I understand they're just like trying to be protective they think that certain things are not mm -hmm. okay which I understand yeah. anyways in a statement to Verity last month a Netflix spokesperson called the movie a powerful story about the pressure young girls face on social media and from society more generally growing up and encourage people who felt strongly about those issues to watch it. Now hearing that quote, what was your takeaway from the film? Um, well, I definitely think it gives off the message that social media has an impact on young girls, especially like 
my parents kind of going back to the overprotective thing, me and my older sister were only allowed to get Instagram when we were in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And I only got Snapchat once I like started from my freshman year of high school. Um, and I honestly like am kind of glad for it because even just having only Instagram in seventh grade was already very like a nerve-wracking thing like there were sometimes like middle school kids are not that nice so like no, there definitely were, not. <laughs> yeah so there would be times like fake accounts would be made of me or like people I knew or like there was those like ship accounts where they'd ship you yes, with, like, I remember that, where they would yeah. like be like oh like Abby would be perfect with this guy and it's like, yeah. like I don't even talk to this guy yeah and there was all this like pressure and stress and like I remember especially middle school it was like who had like the artsiest feed and like who was like whenever someone would post with someone else and someone else wasn't invited to that thing like they would know and like I definitely think like in middle school and like I definitely it's calmed down in high school I think it's more a problem with snapchat now but I definitely think there is some type of influence on girls however I don't know if it's exactly to the extent portrayed like in the movie you know like I definitely think there are some girls who feel like they have to like be super pretty and like um like showy in order for like guys to like catch their attention and like get away with stuff because of social media but I definitely don't think like it's most people yeah you know? no I think it definitely takes a toll on some people like mentally and like physically like people want to like change their appearance because they see like these models or celebrities like on Instagram because they're following them and like they see that outside pressure so it definitely is hard but I think most people in general like kind of all really aren't infected in that way and I'm glad like you see it that way that you really aren't really affected with the pressure of social media. Mm -hmm. So what I was going to ask you would just we talked about a little bit was like obviously me and you mainly more you are growing up in like this gen z mm-hmm. yeah and so like how do you feel about growing up in that generation like do you feel outside pressure from social media like mainly like i know you're an active user of like tiktok and like i yeah. am too <laughs> so, like, how does it feel when you see people our age like blow up so quickly on the platform and like become like famous the next day um it's definitely insane like well kind of starting off i love i actually really like growing up in gen z i feel like we're the generation like oh cc come on <laughs> we're the generation to like get stuff done and like um i feel like especially with like activism and stuff like we're just like a very powerful generation yeah, and so I I'm happy to be, yeah i'm really happy to be a part of it um when people blow up for example like charlie d'amelio who's literally my age like it's so insane because it's kind of just like oh my god i should be doing more with my life like i feel the same way like like next to us like a town over mm-hmm. like, like all these girls that like are younger than me and your age they're blowing up on tiktok and it's like yeah I that pressure so you probably you guys probably feel that pressure more because it's like mm-hmm. well, I want to be TikTok famous like I want to like yeah really do anything I want to like travel the world so it's yeah but definitely like when people blow up though like the only issue is like it's of course it's insane but it's like like for example when Charlie was first like becoming famous people were like oh my god like especially in our town because she was literally a town over like people were like, oh, like, she's so cool, or like, oh, like, I want to hang out with Charlie D'Amelio, or like, and then 
for like once she started like blowing up like all these boys would like duet her on tiktok and be like oh my god like she's the prettiest girl on this app and then after like two weeks of guys like constantly hyping her up like she got a lot more followers and all these girls started tearing her down like i don't get the hype like i don't understand like she's not even that pretty like all she does is literally like stupid tiktok dances and then she started getting all this hate after like two weeks of love so like i kind of noticed too like once people start getting famous they're kind of like people love them and then once they get like verified or like super famous or like a lot of attention people start tearing them down and like trying to go through their past you know so that's the only problem lastly like um i know you're trying to get into fashion school so can a part of you agree that social media can have positive effects on young children and and adults meaning like it can fuel a person's desire to maybe like want to take up a certain career yeah definitely like i have always been interested in like sneakers and like um streetwear but i never really knew much information about it until i was like very I was in like elementary school and I started watching like sneaker YouTubers on YouTube and stuff and like that got me a lot of like knowledge and then that started to like branch off into me knowing about all these other people from YouTube and like websites and then from there I would say like especially in eighth grade I started um on Instagram like looking through a lot of influencers and like being inspired by their outfits and like Mm -hmm. trying to base my outfits off of theirs or like on Pinterest I remember middle school as well I used to try and like base off like base my outfits off of things I would see off of there so I definitely think like it has like strengthened my knowledge about fashion and like has helped me in many ways especially with like applying soon like you see like this type of stuff on their instagrams and and stuff so yeah no yeah thank you for your point (laughs) that's definitely something to think about i mean like i kind of assume that that's like what fueled your interest like even me like looking for a halloween costume right now like i go on pinterest and i'm like well i want to copy this exact look (laughs) do like this fashion trend like Mm -hmm. I definitely agree like with everything that we see on social media it can have a positive effect but also can have a negative effect because we want to like maybe not be ourselves in a way because we want to follow others which isn't good sometimes but at least we can own up to it okay well I don't want to take up any more of your time I know you're very busy with school but keep girl but keep killing it in school and thank you so much I love you thank you love you okay Our next and final guest is my roommate, Bella Terrazas. She is one of my closest friends at the University of Arizona, and I am so grateful she's taking the time to talk with us today. Bella, would you like to introduce yourself and say a little bit about where you grew up? Hi, I'm Bella. I grew up in California, and Bella and I were talking about how we both kind of grew up in the same, in the same, like, um, environment and how our parents were really strict to us, and then that was also something I could relate to the movie because the main character also had um kind of like had to had to be like um sheltered yeah so basically Bella and I grew up with Spanish-speaking parents and a bunch of like stricter rules and everything so do you want to like touch upon some of like I guess like the weird not weird rules but like rules you thought were like overbearing and overprotective that you had like growing up do you have like any funny stories or like 
any crazy rules you thought? Yeah, I feel like I had to lie a lot, even if it was, like, simple stuff. Like, I wouldn't want to tell her, like, we're going to a boy's house to hang out, so I would just lie and make up my <laughs> friends' names. Or I would, like, go to school and then change. I was school in one outfit so my parents could see me leave and then change into something else <laughs> so that they wouldn't, like, judge me or tell me to go change. No, yeah. I mean, that's, like, what Amy does in the movie, too. Yeah. Like, Amy, um, she, like puts crop tops underneath like a big baggy sweater and then like she goes to school and like even like she's in middle school like we probably do that what middle school or high school but she's like 11 and she does that now so it's like kind of crazy seeing that because like it's like a flashback to like how we grew up and everything so that's like pretty crazy but like some of my experiences was like the same as yours like I wasn't even allowed to go to like the mall with my friends and I feel like every like young girl does that and everything and like even though like my friend's mom was coming like I would tell like my parents like like their parents are literally coming like it's gonna be safe and they're like no like yeah I don't think I could go to I remember my first party was like um freshman year and when I came home my parents breathalyzed me (laughs) and drug tested me (laughs) Yeah, so that's some of the things we had to go through, which is pretty crazy. Um, And I remember, like, I was, like, what, 12 or 13, and, like, we lived in a dead-end street of, like, and our house was, like, at the very top of the hill, and, like, we all had bikes because, like, we lived in a dead-end street, and it was very safe, but, like, my parents wouldn't even let me, like, drive down, like, with my bike to go see, like, my friends and, like, over their houses, so honestly, it was really crazy and overprotective, but... Um, do you regret, like, some of that, like, overprotectiveness and, like, overbearing? I feel like now, because I'm very much, like, on my own, I feel like, to a certain extent, it made me more, like, grateful that I'm able to just be on my own. I don't have to, like, tell my mom when I'm leaving my apartment just because I'm on my own. But I also, like, understand that they just did it because they cared about me and they didn't want us to get hurt or anything like that. And even if it was overprotective then I still know that they had their best interest out for me. Yeah, no, exactly. And, like, one other question I had was, like, growing up in our generation with several, like, social media platforms is obviously very hard. Throughout the film, we see Amy transform into a provocative girl after stealing her uncle's phone and, like, using it to, like, browse the internet and everything. So my question for you is, have you ever felt pressured from the media to look, act, and, like, dress a certain way? I feel like, yeah, I I felt like that. But also, um, I feel like I'm also able to be my own person and not be very much influenced by it. Like, sometimes I'll try and fit in, but also, like, more, that was mainly in, like, high school, I would try and do that. But now, I feel like I've kind of gone over that stage and also, like, I'll take, I'll see something and take it as, like, inspiration, but I won't think that I have to follow it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think that giving young girls, like, these type of, like, like, access to internet and, like, all these apps like Instagram and Snapchat, like, affect who they end up, like, growing up to be? Yeah, I think especially now because, like, on Instagram, everyone uses, uh, like, edits their pictures or makes themselves look better than they actually do. So then it's a lot of pressure and people will be like, I don't look like that or I don't, um, like, I need to change just so I can fit in. So I feel like having, being exposed to that at that age might be kind of dangerous, but also, it could be helpful for them to figure out who they are if they like aren't if they take it the wrong way and think that they have to be like someone else mm-hmm. yeah no I definitely agree on that I mean like I even saw myself like growing up like I got snapchat how old was I like I think I was in seventh grade or whatever mm-hmm. 
kind of around the same age and you know like how many times does it take us to post a picture now like it takes us so long with like all the editing and filters just because like I feel like that's our society now like every like we've seen that like lay down in front of us so it's just like crazy but yeah um thank you for coming to talk on this podcast Bella. thank you for having me <laughs> Well, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you for tuning in to Talking It Up with Romo with your one and only host, Valerie Romo. Have a good day and have a good night. Won't you come on over? Stop making a fool out of me. Why don't you come on over? Your house on up sale. Did you get a good lawyer? Hope you didn't catch a tan. Hope you found the right man who fix it for you. Are you shopping anywhere? Change the color of your hair. You busy. Did you have to pay that fine? You were dodging all the time, are you still dizzy? Since I come home, well my body's been fast And I miss your ginger hair and the way you like to dress Won't you come on over, start making a fool out of me Why don't you come on over Valerie? Valerie